Good morning. Good morning. We got a Tucker and Robbie on the line here in a guys? rainy Highland Park, which is in LA. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're based in Los Angeles. Um, we are fresh, fresh pressed. pressed. Health. One, two, one, two, two three. Fresh, fresh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, so this is our very first podcast. Um, uh, so we're excited to uh, give you guys some some little tidbits that we've been working on. Little jabs. Little jabs here and there. <laughs> a little one-two punch. <laughs> um, we are formerly Stay Healthy LA. Right, right. Our first website was that, and um, we're now over at Fresh Press Health, yeah. which we feel is a more uh, comprehensive look at kind of how we feel about health and wellness. And we're gonna, we actually have a new um, obstacle course racing section in that, which we're very stoked about. Yeah. Um, a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. You first. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm Robbie Lewis um, from... Los Angeles, from the Valley specifically, uh, went to school up north, came back down, and um, health and wellness has really always been a part of my life, um, starting in high school, um, or even before that, and I really took that with me to through college as I, as I could, and came back to LA, and have completely, in my mind, adopted this um, all around, you know, like healthy lifestyle. So obviously both of us are here because we're really into obstacle course racing. So like Spartan races, <laughs> props to that. That's <laughs> um, all around. Oh yeah. And living a predominantly vegetarian lifestyle. I know that goes for both of us, but um, there's more on that to come. And um, yeah, so outside health and wellness, I'm, I'm really into... I don't know. <laughs> really into coffee. I have no I have, hobbies. I have zero hobbies outside health and wellness. I don't really leave the house much. <laughs> <laughs> I love staying in my closet and doing some push-ups. <laughs> I do a lot of sit-ups under my bed um, every morning. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I love the Lion King. <laughs> um, uh, off that. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> um, I'm Tucker Trainer, also from LA. Um, I've known Robbie for about ten, 10 years, yeah. going on the decade mark. Got our braces off. The same our, day. <laughs> we actually got our braces off the same day at the same dentist. We were sitting next to each other. And yeah. We like to think we were sitting next to each other, yeah. and we were holding hands, <laughs> staring deeply into each other's eyes, <laughs> staring deeply in each other's teeth. <laughs> Um, my story is very similar to Robbie's, um, minus the fact that I uh, kind of fell off the health wagon. Oh, thanks. Um, in college, started eating really bad, drinking a lot, like a lot. <laughs> um, and then I got into Spartan racing and uh, kind of changed my lifestyle a lot, uh, tail end of college. And now I try to uh, treat myself the best I can. Um, no hobbies like Robbie either. <laughs> no, I love running, um, playing guitar. I play in a three-piece rock band here in LA. Uh, we have a show this Sunday. 
And I just got into rock climbing, which I love a lot. Um, and that's kind of my... That's kind of... Yeah. That's kind of what I do. And uh, we actually wrote uh, quick pieces on ourselves on the blog. So if you want to dig a little deeper and get into it... Robbie's um, is called Welcome, I'm Robbie. And yeah. mine's called Hello, I'm Tucker. <laughs> but Robbie put a period after his for some reason. Yeah, well, I have to make it firm, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think... Uh, no, I think I know in both of our story, both of our about us, we we go a little deeper into why we got into health and wellness, um, and you know I think that's the center of everyone's um, everyone's whenever we get to a place of wanting to be healthier or have a more uh, wholesome lifestyle, it's usually sprouted from an experience or um, a time in our life, you know, where we almost needed it or we had a realization that that's that's what we uh, wanted to better ourselves. So anyway, so yeah, take a look and um, hopefully a lot of you, you out there can relate to it. Yeah, and please let us know um, your stories too. Yeah, 100%. We'd love to see why people are getting, uh, turning their life lives around and everyone has a unique story. And it's, may, it not, it's never, it sometimes isn't just one moment. Sometimes it's, it takes a long time. At least for me, it took about two years of me destroying my body in college before I was like, this, this hasn't, quite feel good for me totally anymore totally. so yeah everyone has a unique story yeah, yeah um this week on the blog we've been working on our obstacle course racing section I, I think Robbie touched on it a little but we both uh race uh competitively in the Spartan race series um if you don't know what that is it's an obstacle course race I just said that four times in a row um, uh, it's like a mud run so you're running through under barbed wire uh, lifting sandbags up hills, climbing ropes, carrying buckets full of gravel—very fun. Yeah. But um, we have some uh, articles up this week, highlighting some of the key strength movements for uh, some of the obstacles and how to make your racing experience a little bit um, more enjoyable. Right. Right. Yeah. We also brought in um, kind of a unique spin on. Spartan racing or racing as a whole, um, what I'm calling or what we're calling Spartan analytics. So Spartalytics. Spartalon analytics. <laughs> Spartan. <up. laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you can take a look at there. It's still in in the development phase, but pretty much uh, bring uh, just how like there's a huge spike in sports analytics. Bring that to Spartan racing and see, um, you know, real. These are like taking everyone who's raced so far this year. Um, so you can go search for your name and see where you rank based off our efficiency metrics. Um, so that's a, that's a little fun thing in the works. Yep. And we also have a newly launched, um, store on our website, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Um, some of, most of these products I'd say about, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, Robbie, but I'd say like 90% of these products we actually use. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I trained in the shoes you'll see on there in the socks and, uh, um yeah yeah so yeah everything on there's um hand-picked um like tucker's saying for the most part um or products that we just believe in but maybe we don't have ourselves i'd say they're all products we use yeah even if we don't own yeah i'm even reading that book born to run right now thanks to my sister really appreciate that for getting it for me thanks kim thanks kim shout out to kim shout out to kim and silver lake (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah we're we're really excited about the blog and um, even more excited about this podcast. So, so we got a good, 
lineup today for some um, what we want to talk about. Happy belated uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. This is our uh, first topic of discussion. What a game. Yeah, it was a great game. I watched it from start to finish. Oh, me too. Me too. Uh, I've never seen a game like that in my life. But (laughs) the talking point after the game, I think, was obviously the comeback, but it was helmed by none other than Tom Brady. Yeah, and it's crazy at, at age 39 to still be doing what he's doing out there. And, you know, I think that... Um, it was an epic comeback, and and it was fueled by Tom Brady, of course, and you know that really sparked Tucker and I's um, thought into like, you know, what is this guy doing to maybe like arguably perform better now than he was fifteen years ago? Yeah, he almost did, he was. I think he was undrafted to begin something I like think that. So. He yeah. uh. Yeah, yeah, like he didn't start out a star. No, no at all. No. And no one thought he was gonna be a star. No, I'm pretty sure he actually was put in the game because some quarterback <laughs> got injured. <laughs> well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. but we were like, "Who's this guy? What's what is he doing? How he's 39? Who, who is he? Who is he? Who is who are?" Who, if you're listening, Tom Brady, who are you? What are you made of? How do you even pronounce your yeah, name? I don't even know. <laughs> but then it comes out. He was interviewed two years ago about his diet. Yeah. And so people are revisiting this. And as one of his receivers says, Edelman, the dude eats like a deer. <laughs> Nuts and berries all day. All day long. <laughs> oh. So what that means is that... What is he eating? So, uh... Was it A20 diet? Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. Along along the same lines as Tucker and I. um, uh, So we, like we were mentioning, we predominantly eat vegetarian, but the key word there is predominantly. um, And it was really interesting to find out that Tom Brady is, has been eating this way for who knows how long. And... You know, just to show that, you know, contrary to popular belief or like what we were always being told or like grown up on, on milk, you know, just like the traditional ways, like quote unquote traditional ways to eat, it's, that's not, that's not the only way and that's not the only way to become like an NFL superstar is like this guy is performing at the highest level, you know, with like guys who are like 300 pounds or whatever, like eight foot 800. five. <laughs> 800 pound lineman tackling him. <laughs> and he's he just won he single-handedly came back in the highest uh, stage of his career you could say and, and he's you know he's doing it on a predominantly vegetarian diet so um, what that means is he's only eating organic vegetables um, he's only looking for whole grains when he does eat meat uh, it's grass-fed steak uh, little chicken, wild salmon, um, but what's even more interesting is what he's not eating. And so we're looking at no white sugar, no None. white flour, <laughs> no MSG. <laughs> Get that out of there, <laughs> yo MSG, you're out. You're done. Take a lap. <laughs> <laughs> he cooks. Uh, I thought this was really interesting. He he does not cook with olive oil. He'll eat olive oil. He'll put olive oil on foods and 
um, you know, salads or whatever it may be, but he only cooks with coconut oil. Um, and I thought that was, I thought that was super interesting. And I'm pretty sure it has to do with the fact that, um, coconut oil has a higher tolerance to heat. It has so, a higher smoking point. Smoking yeah. point. Yeah. So say what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So just like the same argument, um, why, um, anyone who eats, you know, like a raw vegan kind of lifestyle is that when you, when you cook a vegetable, you're burning off some of the nutrients and it's kind of got the same idea going on there with coconut oil, um, and olive oil. Um, and he avoids also, um, nightshades, right. which are tomatoes, eggplants, mushrooms, and peppers. Although delicious, uh, they, <laughs> they induce inflammation in the body, believe it or not. Some people are actually allergic to, um, peppers and stuff like that. So nightshades, but, um, they can cause joint and muscle pain and people who have sensitivities to them, it can cause diseases such as cancer and, um, bloating stuff like that. Right. right. I mean, two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> bloating, not really disease. You get the gist. Um, and then he doesn't touch caffeine. Right. Which is insane. Right. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Insanity. So that means no coffee for Mr. Brady and Giselle. Right. So I think, uh, so you, when I was going through some, some articles out there on, on what Tom Brady eats, I uh, stumbled upon a New York Post article and another article um, produced by paleoelite.com and you know they're both challenging this um, this notion or this idea that nightshades are inflammatory and you know I think it's interesting because it brings up just the classic point of of what's quote unquote right you know every person every body is a little different um, you know something that came to mind just because peppers is on there that you know some people use kind pepper as a cleanse water whereas other people are say, you know say that spicy foods um, are inflammatory mm-hmm. so it's really I think it's I think it's uh, like anything health related you got to take it with a grain of salt you know you no gotta, pun intended yeah oh, zero <laughs> pun intended. don't even think about the we puns. don't use puns in this podcast no way get your puns out of here <laughs> So yeah, I think it's. Um, I mean, it's obviously really interesting to see what he eats. Um, and it is to say though, like what he's doing. A lot of what he's doing is amazing for you. You know, the high density of dark leafy greens he eats and vegetables and whole grains. That's amazing. But yeah. what Robbie's saying, and I completely agree with, is that it's kind of about about finding what works for you specifically, and it's finding a good balance. Right. We interviewed a. Um, a wellness coach a while back when we were still over at Stay Healthy LA and she said um, she likes to focus she likes to look at diet as something that's expansive not restrictive so she tells her clients um, think about what you can eat rather than what you can't eat and what feels good to you to you and your body so eat what makes you feel good so sometimes we get caught up in these fad diets that say or like you know a diet like the paleo diet and says so like a lot of meat no carbs that's live and die by that. But if someone starts on that because they, they're thinking, oh, this is going to be good for me, and they feel worse, it's not for them. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So then, so then don't do it. Right. And I, I think that there's a really cool shift in, in our culture 
uh, within the health and wellness culture because you know growing up and and not even too far back we used to be so numbers driven you know like how many calories like what's the fat content like you know weight watchers i know there's like points and like you know you can eat like an ice cream cone but that's it for the day because that's so many points you know <laughs> the month <laughs> yeah you're done like that's you know so but i think there's a really cool shift in like you know just like asking yourself like what feels right because you know even though we're talking about this 80 20 diet that might not feel right like that and that's totally okay there's like not a right there's no right there's way no right to be healthy yeah. there's like we all like stay healthy differently totally but my mom growing up used to get the Weight Watchers. It was an Oreo cookie cream bar. Those are my mom. Oh, yeah, those are so good. <laughs> I used to have... Yeah. yeah I I, like, so <laughs> they were out of control. I don't know if they still make them, guys, but... Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to eat one a month, depending <laughs> on your point scale, yeah. go for it. <laughs> we endorse you. We endorse you and your, your not 80-20 diet. Yeah, those are amazing. Tom Brady, I don't know if you can have a cheat day. Yeah. But that's a cheat day thing. I actually did read about his cheat day, and it's it's, it's not. It's silly. It's not even a cheat day. Yeah, it's not a cheat day. It's like he has like cashews on his salad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for his cheat day. <laughs> oh, you spoil me. <laughs> he uses like one extra teaspoon of olive oil on his salad. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. What a guy. Uh, where were we? Weight Watchers cookie cream bars. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the podcast. We're going to get some cookie cream bars. Tune in next week when we eat the cookie cream bar. Full product review. Full product review. It's about an hour and a half of us eating cookie cream bars. We're getting every sound bite of each lick. <laughs> but I think Riley was starting to say it. Vegetarian diets are, uh, are scientifically proven to reduce cholesterol and blood pressure. And vegetarians are at a lower risk for obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Also, they tend to live a little bit longer. In comparison to left-handed people, who tend to live a little, little shorter. So being a lefty over here, I think I balance it out nice. Segwaying into... So next up on, the, on our... On our little script here so we got um we wanted to introduce the idea and i know target is something that you've been wanting to talk about for a while like natural foods versus organic foods what are they right who are you (laughs) and why do you keep calling me (laughs) uh yeah i am intrigued by this word natural because we're seeing it in the last few years especially it's thrown on it's thrown on products. I mean, I started noticing it when I was still eating meat, actually. It would just be on some chicken products. And I'd compare the prices between just something that's not natural, something that was organic, and something that was natural. And it seemed like it was the median. So it was in between the two prices. So hmm. I would get it. But then I'm like, what does natural even mean? And after doing a little digging, um, the definition, I'm quoting that, of natural food is food that has undergone a minimum of processing or treatment with preservatives. So minimum. So it's less, so we're thinking it's less processed than this traditional American food, correct? But when you dig a little bit deeper and step 
a little bit more into the realm of challenging the notion of what a natural food is, it doesn't come with a guarantee. In the USA, neither the FDA nor the USDA have regulations on labeling natural foods. So what that essentially translates to is it means absolutely nothing. Right. There's right. there's no regulation. So I could I could I could be a buyer of uh, chickens chicken with hormones and antibiotics in it. And then I could repackage it and say natural. There's yeah. no regulation on it. Right. It could be natural. It's not it's I mean, there's no it's Every, everything's natural. Everything's natural. Like I mean for the most part, like yeah, pretty there's much. a natural base to everything. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. To some extent. But yeah, so that kind of was eye-opening to me that there's this like me like middle ground of food that people are people who don't look into it say oh i'm gonna spend a little, a little bit more money and treat my family to natural foods instead of what are we calling the bottom what should we call it gmos yeah yeah a gmo food or something like that right um for a little bit more money and in turn it could be it could actually be the exact same meat it could be actually be the exact same grains it just says natural right right and then on the other side of the spectrum i don't know if you want to get into the or you want to keep talking um so yeah we wanted to so yeah the other side of the spectrum um, we're looking at organic food um, which is the most regulated food system um, so it guarantees no toxic synthetic uh, pesticides um, herbicides or chemical mpk fertilizers are used in production uh, no antibiotics or growth hormones are given to animals and you know one thing that um, I eat eggs pretty frequently and it is pretty crazy when you're cooking an egg and you're seeing the the color of the yolk you know so like maybe like a quote-unquote natural egg or a non-organic egg has this super like bright yellow and and if you ever crack that egg and crack like a, a very organic you know like a free-range chicken um, egg it's it's super dark and it, you know I, I feel like that's a really good visual um, to some things that we almost can't see uh, you know because when you look at two apples you can't really see like the organicness of one versus the other maybe in size but I mean you get the point. <laughs> You're like, why is this apple as big as a watermelon? <laughs> oh, it says it says natural though. <laughs> Can you fit it through the door? <laughs> it's like a what's that movie? Not Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Giant Peach. Jack, <laughs> Jack, 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 <laughs> Jack White or Jack Black Yo, and he, the Giant did Peach. Did you hear he actually got? Uh, <laughs> he developed cancer from living in that organic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a GMO peach he was living in that whole movie. He's ulcers and stuff now. Yeah, he's he's done. Um, yeah. So, organic is the most regulated. Natural, not. Right, right. There you have it. <laughs> and so, along those same lines, you know, after doing some research on um, natural foods versus organic foods, kind of sparked up this idea, or this this idea that I've always had of, you know, when you look at. A lot of foods, mostly um, waters or fla- you know, flavored waters, they'll say natural flavors. And, and that's, that's a huge, like, just like saying natural food, like, what is that? And, you know, natural flavors, what, what is that? Like, it, that's such a, 
a vague, all-encompassing word. And um, going back to the FDA, this is going to be a little, um, there's going to be a lot of jargon, but... Dry. <laughs> Dry as a desert. <laughs> <laughs> but based off their code of federal regulations, natural flavor, natural flavoring means the essential oil, and I'm going to butcher this, oleracin essence Beautiful. or extractive pot protein hydroly hydrolysate um whatever you get the point so it's it contains a lot of flavoring constituents derived from a spice fruit or fruit juice vegetable or vegetable juice edible yeast herb bark bud root leaf or similar plant material meat seafood poultry eggs dairy products or fermentation products thereof whose significant function in food is flavoring rather than nutritional um so really that saying is that natural flavors could be literally anything, <laughs> anything. Literally, literally anything like bark <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't even want bud is um like a bud of a plant uh, or, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i don't even know what roots are <laughs> no but like you know it's crazy like could be like seafood flavoring could be egg flavoring you know so it's like this wide spectrum of like and they don't anything. need they don't need to specify where it comes from right so right. natural flavor if i'm reading this right if you're a vegan and something has natural flavors in it right that's same it product. could technically have animal byproducts in it mm -hmm. so all you true vegans out there i know we see you in la <laughs> Those diehard vegans, um, yeah. you shouldn't be eating anything with natural flavors in it out of out of a fear, a yeah. deep fear <laughs> that they could be doing some stuff with animals. Yeah, and you I heard that. I heard that um, some strawberries, some non-organic strawberries, actually use beetle juice <laughs> as flavoring <laughs> or as, as coloring. I mean, as coloring. Strawberries? Yeah, and strawberries. No, oh my God. Yeah. Um, in Beetlejuice the movie <laughs> <laughs> you're like 25 minutes in he eats a strawberry <laughs> um, but yeah so I did find I know right now really, a really popular drink that's been actually around for a while since about the 80s but seems to have had a huge surge in popularity right now is LaCroix and um, I dabble in LaCroix here and there and but that's that's one drink that I've you know it says natural flavoring and I've always wondered you know what what is that and it, it's never really felt good to drink so um, it's my little cheat day I guess you could say um, but Tom Brady would not be caught dead no, yeah. <laughs> the LaCroix how do you say it LaCroix LaCroix, LaCroix. Yeah. LaCroix. but um, what's good to know about LaCroix is they explicitly say on their website that nat their natural flavorings are essent oils extracted from the name fruit used in each flavor so you know if you're drinking an orange LaCroix like it's extracted from um, the essence oil of orange so that's that's you're in the clear yeah so you're gonna be, you guys can sleep tonight if you drink I, it. I can finally sleep and off that just to, re but just to restate I guess that means you know something says natural flavors or and it has an orange flavoring. That could be a combination of animal products, buds, buds. barks, so many buds. roots. But this is modified to taste or mimic 
you know, an orange flavor or something like that. Um, right. And they're not, they're not regulated, so you'll never know yeah. what yeah. is actually going into it. Yeah, yeah. So, not to say the, like, they're always bad for you, it just, it's, could be, a natural flavor could have five 5,000 different yeah. components. Yeah, it could have, could have anything, really. So every natural flavor has five billion components. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that kind of wraps up what um, we want to discuss topic-wise, but um, we have some really exciting things on the horizon planned. We do. Um, also, we just want to say, first off, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, shoot us an email with your questions. Um, we'd love to talk to you guys. Um, hear your stories. Um, we're always available to talk. Yeah. Check out our Instagram, Fresh Pressed Health. Our Facebook, the same. Yeah, same. Fresh Pressed Health. And we're working on that Twitter. Yeah, we got got up our tweet game. <laughs> we got a <clears throat> no pun intended, but we heard from a little birdie. <laughs> we need to. All right, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're always super interested in hearing from other people um so that's kind of along the lines of what this podcast is going to be themed um not yeah. not primarily but we want to bring in as many people as we can to talk so um we have some exciting people coming on in the, in the um near future um, we have um we're going to be bringing on this is for all your obstacle co- uh, obstacle course racing enthusiasts and spartan racers um, we're bringing on Rhea Koble, who she is the newest addition to the Spartan Pro team. So she signed with uh, Spartan Race uh, and in turn is signed with Reebok. So congratulations, Rhea. Yeah, big stuff. Um, uh, she, she's going to be on talking about her diet, uh, her workouts, her work ethic. She's a PhD student, so she's, she's incredibly busy, but she still somehow finds time to, a, uh, to train and to make it happen uh yeah i got to see her race uh three weeks ago in lake elsinore she won back to back uh in the elite division uh, for the super and the sprint which for those of you who don't know this super was a eight mile course and the sprint was a five mile course that super course was <laughs> just ridiculous so, there's so much water yeah it was like three miles of water yeah at least like tr- like going through <laughs> ice cold water but it was, it was an awesome course. So Such a nice day out. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. Didn't slow Rhea down at all. Yeah. Um, she's a beast. Yeah. So we're excited to talk to her. And then um, the week after, uh, actually this is in no particular order. This is in the next kind of our two-week plan. Yeah. Uh, we're bringing on Aaron DeAngelis, who is a health and wellness coach based in San Jose. Right. Formerly based in Santa Barbara. And she, her story is sort of that she... Struggled, struggled with body image issues uh, growing up and she ended up realizing through the power of yoga and meditation how to nurture her body rather than harm it and she decided she wants to go into that and help people and she's one of our one of our um, best friends <laughs> yeah. I'd say she's she's really an amazing I pause because she's just such I'm just thinking about her and she's just such a great warm energy to have around and um yeah she's been a supporter for a long time yeah we, we interviewed her back in stay healthy days and about two years ago at this point yeah yeah it's crazy yeah but yeah and we're looking forward to 
catching up with her um, and all her endeavors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we're really excited to have them on. Uh, we're like I said, we're always looking to have more people on. Um, we have a few people in mind that we're excited to reach out to, but um, above that, we would always welcome anyone to come on and and you know challenge our way of thinking and really just explore um, explore anything with us. Um, so yeah, and ideally send us some questions and we can answer them on the podcast. Totally, uh, totally. we'd love to do that. Or, you know, kind of give a you Q- guys feedback or a Q and A. Yeah, Q and A, of course. Yeah. Um, this is as much about you guys as it is about us. Um, exactly. We're just we're trying to learn from you and vice versa. That's kind of our philosophy with this whole fresh pressed health. And thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Robbie, for being my friend. <laughs> Don't worry, you're the best, dude. <laughs> no, but yeah, thanks for joining us on our first podcast. This is yes, uh, this is we're excited about this, and uh, I promise I'll enunciate better next week. Yeah, and I'll do the same. Beautiful. Well, have a good day, everyone. Uh, Have a safe weekend. It's pouring in L.A., so if you're in L.A., I think it's the West Coast, actually. It's just getting slammed by a storm. Slammed right now. (laughs) (laughs) El Nino is coming in hot. You'll you'll find me. Um, Probably still outside somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So, uh, take care, everyone. Yeah. Best, guys.